2: Welcome to the Love HQ podcast. This is a place for women who want to explore love, sex, dating, and relationships through an unconventional approach of ditching the normal dating advice, prizing yourself as an individual, and listening to expert interviews from all different walks of life, focusing on how you can get more in touch with yourself as a person, develop better relationships, and live life on your terms. Okay, uh, I'm going to say hello, ladies, though, of course, I'm very open to guys who want to listen to this show as well. Uh, I'm Hayley Quinn, and this is my Love HQ podcast. Um, What I'm going to be doing to to talk about today is something I'm really passionate about. Uh, As I would say a slightly unconventional woman, and I bet if you're listening to this podcast, you'd probably describe yourself in the same way as an unconventional woman. Uh, I like to think about different ways that we can we can explore our sexuality and our relationships and who we are without having to necessarily conform to the stereotype of how everybody else wants us to behave. Uh, to discuss identity, getting more connected to your true self, owning who you are, I have the lovely Rosie Allen in with me today. Now, Rosie Allen is an amazing coach who specialises in getting people in touch with their real identity, owning that self and exploring it within the world. So, hey, Rosie. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, Oh, my, my pleasure uh and I know something that uh, has uh, got us arguing many a time in a positive way usually against <laughs> the rest of the world not with each other is uh kind of the stereotypes or you know how women are mm-hmm. kind of have these expectations of how they are supposed to behave yes. uh, and in fact I think a lot of the time we can agree just from what we're talking about on the men's podcast that if you behave how you're supposed to behave or what you think is appropriate often you do not do the best job of attracting the right people to you. Yeah. And so I think lots of dating advice actually teaches you to kind of be on your best behaviour. And in fact, I find that's actually counterproductive to meeting the right person. Yeah, it's funny, actually. One of my good friends that um, I do a lot of talks with,
1: was even, we were saying to um, our group when we did a talk recently, we were talking about Actually, push people away. (laughs) Now, (laughs) hear, hear me out. What I'm saying is that actually when you're really true to you and doing things that are true to yourself, you will push people away. And you will attract people to you, though, right? It's a two-way mm-hmm. thing. And that's the best way. There's no point in going to a room. I, do, I don't want to. So in my talks, I do push people away. I say some strength, really strong things that mean something to me. Because what happens is that some people then aren't interested. They will leave at some point. They won't talk to me after. But That means that other people, I want to spend time with those people that actually really resonate with what I say. And that's exactly the same with dating. I don't want to waste my time with a guy who doesn't know me inside
2: and want to know me for me. Right. So that's, I think, one of the key things that we have to look at is someone in an intimate relationship. Intimate relationship means intimacy. Like somebody has to know you and they have to love and respect you for who you are. Now, you might be there struggling a little bit with some issues, as we all do, uh, thinking, I don't really feel worthwhile or, Mm. you know, I I don't know if I can. You know, and sometimes it's not as obvious as, I don't really feel deserving of a partner that loves and respects me. Usually it's actually a lot more subconscious than that. But, yeah. you know, if you accept people, you accept kind of bad things or bad dates or bad people in your life, you're, you know, it's more important to analyze, you know, wh- why are you accepting that? What does that say about your your current kind of level of self-image and, and self-esteem? Because I love the Marmite effect. I think you what will help you to feel so much kind of like, like a, deep, like a breath of fresh air on your dates mm. is actually not feeling like you have to be, you know, on stand on ceremony and only say certain things that men like, or, or trying to remember consciously five secret phrases to make sure he loves you. Like that will stress you out. Giving yourself permission to actually be yourself and be open with other people is how you, you kind of, you send that message into the world and you do attract people that are more appropriate with you. Now... If I have to ask Rosie, you know, if if there's a woman listening to this and she would like to move into that space where she actually becomes more selective, mm-hmm. not through kind of nitpicking the other people, but just communicating who she is better. Mm-hmm. What if there's a woman who's struggling and she, you know, she often finds herself in kind of dodgy relationships or sticking with guys she knows aren't right because she doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily want to face up to the, you know, being by herself. Not that that's a bad thing. With someone who, a woman who's out there struggling with her self-esteem, is there anything that you've learned or that can help improve, you know, someone's self-image or how they see themselves and their feelings of worthiness around relationships?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, I've been, I've, I don't have um, a concern of being single. I very much like being single. I've, I don't have a problem with being in a relationship either. Um, but I know that that's a big issue for a lot of people. And I would wonder what's going on for that on for them. So we've, we've talked about this before around self-awareness, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it's so important to check in with you what's going on inside. And actually, the likelihood is you're in a relationship or you're entertaining a relationship due to fear. Like fear is driving you because you're so scared of being alone now what you really want to have driving you is your true self Mm -hmm. so internally thinking yeah this this is really right for me this is what I want to do is what not sugar like shit I don't want to be single I, I can't be alone and um so yeah so one of those things is that I mean obviously I would recommend coaching, evidently, things like that. And reading certain books are so helpful and just spending time getting to know yourself and what's
2: important Mm -hmm. to you. Because the better you are by yourself, it's true, like the better quality person you get to have because I swear, and I say this from bitter personal experience, (laughs) if you come from a space of need, you know, I need and I want someone in my life, all that does is it literally attracts the world's nastiest people to fill that gap in your life. You know, people who might yeah. be possessive, who might be domineering, who might not be the kindest people that you could engage with in yourself. So the real trick is to um, patch up those things. Also, I know that when I'm working with women, another thing that, that tends to happen is, and I'm pleased that you brought this up, is when we're motivated by fear, we make really poor decisions. And I think for women particularly, fear surrounds a lot of, like, finding a relationship on time, right? Because it's like that whole time is running out, our sexual market value is dropping. I say this, my my blood is is boiling. And so you can think, (laughs) oh, I must... I must have a man and find the father of my children before I'm 30 or before I'm 35 or yeah. I'm 40. Or, you know, and that you need to exit that cycle. And Because yeah. if you're motivated by those factors of fear, it's actually the reverse way. Because what's going to happen, and I tell this truthfully, is you're going to go on to date one with a person trying to work out if he's the future father of your children. Uh, this means you're going to be analysing the date wrong. You'll bring anxiety into the space. You won't be playing. You won't be having fun. Uh, you'll often, often in 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 the wrong way, push for a relationship to become immediately clear in a way that's often impossible when you first know someone. And I have to say this: what happens? And I say this as a as a you know I've I've done lots of work and lots of coaching with with women over a long period of time. What happens is if too early on uh, you phrase the uh, "what are we" question the wrong way, and you don't have kind of a definitive statement around that sometimes guys think oh the good guys and I mean you know to people that are generally quite respectful and, and nice as individuals well all they'll read is, I'm not sure that I'm going to be enough for her I respect her so I don't want her to get hurt I'm not sure if mm. I can meet her needs so I'm going to run away and wow. that's what the good guys do less nice people might actively omit information and they may manipulate you into a relationship because they can see your vulnerability so it's not that you're not allowed to have a relationship i'm completely on board if that's what you want hallelujah to you yes if you want to be single also fine (laughs) Uh, but it's how you're communicating it you know if you want to say on a first date you know what like my time is like it's just important to me that i only invest it when i think that Something's going somewhere. So I would only really continue to see someone within the context of a relationship. Then you're making a strong statement about who you are. This is good. Sending lots of messages like, what are we? I'm, I'm worried. I'm concerned. Can you let me know? It gives away all your power and it scares the man away. So yeah, it's about flipping things around. It's so true about the power thing, massively.
1: Because when you're empowered, it's you're, you're making the choices for you. So it's like that, if you're worried about being rejected by somebody else, but what about you? Are you, are you not looking for someone that you, I mean that sounds wrong, but you can reject? But what <laughs> I mean is that, are they right for you? Like, Do they, you choose, figure out what you really stand for, what's important to you? And then, yeah, that's fine. Freaking make that clear. Make that clear early on if you want to. I, I would always suggest to. I think the earlier think is better. Early, absolutely. Like, so yeah, um, I would. I would say do it as soon as possible in whatever way. And again, about how you communicate is so important because it's important to you. So you say what's important to you. If they're not happy to stick around, then good. Find someone else who likes. Hold up. the stuff that's important to you as well because it's important to them
2: right exactly so if you're using those i statements you're just saying Mm. i think i feel i believe you know what that's your opinion and i have to say a huge red flag if you're with a guy if he says you're not allowed to want that or to feel that or it's too soon who wrote that rule the hell yeah they'll say that oh yeah Guys will be like, "Oh "Oh, no, you—we haven't slept together yet, or we've only—we haven't been. You have to date. You have to date for three months before you know a relationship. No, you don't. You can have a relationship, or you can have sex with someone when you want. And it's important to take ownership of that decision. And I totally agree with Rosie. It's kind of early. Earlier is good. If you have these conversations three months in, you know what girl you're already emotionally invested yes. and entangled in the whole thing and it's going to feel so much more important to you than you know you lay the found with the foundations out there date one get it out the way stay stay put your stake in the ground say where you're at and you know what absolutely the right person is going to be receptive to that they will listen to you and they will engage the wrong person might not necessarily run away in so fact sometimes they might not this is really important they might not acknowledge what you've said i think it's okay for a man to have a slightly different perspective and for him to say I actually feel you know it's important to date yeah. somebody for yeah. a while before I go out with him that's yeah. fine he's allowed his opinion like you're allowed your opinion Absolutely. where we worry is when you say something important to you like oh, you know I want to spend my time wisely and blah, blah 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 and he says so did you see that new David Attenborough <laughs> documentary <laughs> no joke rapid oh, subject no. change getting up to go to the bathroom basically ending and leaving the conversation and not participating Oh boy, that's the red flag of the century. Um, yeah, I would say that's really bad emotional intelligence. So me and Hayley just had a conversation a little bit about emotional
1: intelligence as well, and that's 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 pretty that's pretty void of that because it's not showing respect to the person and what they're talking about.
2: Right. So you don't basically. If, and this is another phrase I hear women using: if you think that this is quote unquote the perfect guy, and you're worried about losing him. He is not... If he if he doesn't have that level of emotional intelligence, he's definitely not perfect. And if you've only hung out with him a few times, you don't know who he is yet. You're still in the process of getting to know that. So yeah. instead of fearing losing the perfect guy or losing a relationship with a guy that kind of looks good on paper or looks good in relation to the story you've made up about him in your head instead it's so much better to communicate with respect your values and where you stand and I think that is actually a faster route to meet someone awesome anyway um so what I do is I with all my guests is as you know I'm gonna ask Rosie for a little piece of advice or a snippet or an action or a practical step or a mindset which can help particularly in the area of like love dating sex and romance
1: one of, the big, one of the things that i kind of was thinking about is to suggest here which i really love especially for women because we can be really hard on ourselves right is it's okay to make mistakes so now i don't know what your version of mistake is because everyone's got you know difference what what who they are and what is therefore a mistake for them but people what women tend to do so often <clears throat> is we, we we make out that that mistake therefore is our identity so we feel like oh my goodness that is me i'm a horrible person Blah blah. blah. no you one situation is not you Like you are so much more than that mm-hmm. or even a string of situations that's not you you are a variety you are such a complex creature you know and you'd be so proud of who you are but whenever you make a mistake don't make that into your identity as if you mm-hmm. are a messed up person or you may, you know you're sap or you know or emotionally what's the word like whatever I'm doing a lot of arm expressions at the moment but no one can see me (laughs) but basically yeah like if you should be totally okay at making mistakes because you're human And don't make it part of your identity when you do.
2: Yeah, I think so many people also, they don't give themselves enough credit or enough empathy when these things happen, you know? Like, we've all made mistakes. Believe me, I make them routinely all the time, every single day. And you have to sometimes go, you know what, okay, that wasn't the perfect way to handle that. That wasn't the perfect outcome or the perfect situation. But I'm actually considering the pressure that I was under, the headspace I was at in my life, other things that have affected me up until this point, I can understand how I got there and I'm happy that I worked my way out of it. And I'm in this position now, you know, you mm-hmm. have to talk about this in your own terms because you have to be your own best friend and your own champion when it comes to life and dating. Cause there's a lots of things out there that are going to make you feel pretty, pretty crappy about yourself. And so unless you honor yourself with the contributions that you had made, and you treat yourself with kindness, then it's going to be really, really hard to move on and progress positively. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last uh, question for Rosie is the piece of wisdom. So has somebody told you something about life in general that you think is worth sharing and that other people out there should know about? Yeah,
1: I was thinking about this because I've got there's quite, a, quite a few things that I'd love uh, that's important. But I reckon for this one, uh, for women especially, we have a little bit of a problem sometimes saying no. Right. And I would say to practice saying no... Um, in a way of checking in, again, it's that fear thing. So checking in as to where it's coming from, whether it's coming from a place of fear or whatever, when you when accepting stuff, because most of the time we say yes to lots of things. It's because we're accepting it, because we're scared of putting, letting someone down or whatever. So what I always say is check in with yourself, right? What do you actually want to do? And if it is a no and this thing isn't for you, this guy isn't for you or whatever the scenario, then you can then be honest with yourself. Okay, it's not right for me. Then figure out how to handle it being true to yourself at the same time.
2: Right, I often think uh, this is interesting because, uh, you know, our good mutual friend uh, Sam Jones uh, from Twenty someone was in it on one of my other recent podcasts that you might want to check out, and we were talking about exactly how you can say no because I think women we are we are we can be terrible people pleasers, and because we don't want to disappoint someone, it's an ego thing. We don't want something to feel badly about us. We can sometimes end up wasting a lot of time, energy, and resources on actually <laughs> sustaining relationships that aren't serving us, and in fact that sap our time and our energy away from creating opportunities to meet new people. So it could be time to look at your life right now and think, is there, in fact, am I carrying, you know, dead wood? Are there relationships here that I shouldn't be sustaining, but I'm mm. sustaining because I don't want people to think badly of me? Instead, you have to remember in every interaction, there are two people. It's not just them and their feelings, but it's you and your feelings. And fundamentally, as you are you, you got to put yourself first. And that actually isn't selfish. That isn't mean. In fact, if you operate that way, you will be kinder to people because you will have the energy and the resources to be kind. So trust us on this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, hallelujah. <laughs> woo uh, um just for any of the women who want to kind of check out all the work that you do around coaching and how you know if they're feeling particularly off their off their path that's one of my favourite expressions um I'm usually wandering in the bushes somewhere completely lost so if you're if you're in that, that sounded sexual and it wasn't meant to be but yeah anyway moving on swiftly uh how can they find out about you what's the right way to get in touch so yeah I'd
1: recommend um definitely checking me out on my website www.rosieallen.com um and I am on Twitter, official RC Allen. But it's probably better to get in touch with me via my website. There's a variety of different ways you can
2: check me out there. Okay, yeah. awesome. Well, thanks a lot, guys. And if you guys, guys, girls, whoever's listening, uh, if you, if you're also, if you're interested in learning, kind of like you know, I would I say dating advice very loosely, like ways to improve your relationships in romantic love, social with other people. If you want to find out more from that for me, if you go to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club, I have a fantastic 30 uh, day free access pass just waiting there for you. So you can go and explore all of my videos and webinars and eBooks. And I also go on there and answer people's questions one to one. Nearly every day. Uh, on top of that, you can also find me uh, at Haley Quinn, uh, at Haley Quinn X Instagram, at Haley Quinn Twitter, and I'm also very YouTubeable. So if you actually hate me and you want to see me making a fool of myself, I always recommend you head to YouTube. Anyway, thank you so much for listening today. Remember, it's often about creating that Marmite effect, staying true to yourself, to thy own self to be true, and actually, that's a far more effective way to meet someone in the first place.